0: Okay, welcome to, from uh, from Tom McGivern to you. I hope you're having a great day. Today's an amazing day. Welcome to From Pieces to Peace. This is the podcast that I uh, I use as a platform, kind of put some content out there. Today, this is the second podcast I'm doing, and I'm not gonna ramble on like I did the, on the first podcast, which I'm not gonna like delete. I'm gonna leave it there, it's there, and that's it. It's way too long, but it is what it is. This podcast is gonna be focused, and I want to talk about what life results coaching is with me, and I wanna I wanna decode the learning curve. Okay, uh, I created life coaching to get people results, right? So, and I, I did it so that they can get results quickly. Part of my journey out of like self defeating patterns of my life led me to create my career, literally in life coaching. You know, for years I I had thought like you know, or my whole life basically since I was fifteen years old, I wanted to be a coach, and I've coached like teams, I've coached. Um, people in their in my, like real estate careers and whatnot. I actually had a team, I've done some of these things, but I've never really looked at it from the perspective of an entire life and how I could apply the principles directly to myself at a greater level very quickly and get results quick. So, you know, uh, the difference between what like I do and versus what others might do in coaching is I attack the learning curve. You know, the learning curve is simply, you know, someone and their progress and how slow or quickly they attain, uh, like gaining an experience or uh, how they might uh, learn something, a new skill. So, you know, what I connected was one key ingredient, which is how someone experiences change is the single most important aspect of actually achieving the results of their changes. Like, for instance, if you hate exercise, but you say, oh, I got to do this, the experience you're going to get in there, you're experiencing something that you've attached pain to as opposed to, and and the result ultimately for, I think, a lot of people is that because you don't like it, you do it anyway, but you're like, this stinks. Now, I'm not saying everything in your life is going to be fantastic. There are going to be things that you need to do in order to get where you're going, and it may not be pleasant, okay? Um... So, think of an example off the top of my head. um, A soldier in the you know in the military, Uh, you know General MacArthur has got a famous quote. I don't know off the top of my head, but it's the it's the soldier that prays for peace above all things because they don't want to go to war. They don't want to see their buddies and, and their fellow comrades get you know killed or maimed. Right? No one wants that. So there are I'm sure soldiers that are like, yeah, let's go for it, like Navy SEALs, things like that. But even them, deep down, like if there was a world that they didn't do that, they could do something else that was exciting. They'd probably go there, and that's why many of them, after their careers in seals, they do fantastic things and beautiful things. So um, that's an example. Uh, roundabout back to the point of um, you—you're going to have to do things you don't want to do in life, and uh, so I get it. But there are—we can easily ninety percent of what we, you know, uh, complain about or don't do or avoid, are simply a result of. Uh, we us attaching negative or pain to those things whereas we could easily f- flip that switch and go the reverse actually like the experience of working out transform it so that we like it to so the point w- that we can't not do it now i'm living proof of that A- as an example briefly i have again applied these principles to my own life and uh, i have transformed my the way i look at running um I hated it, okay? It cost me. I looked one day, I looked at what it cost me, my hatred of, of running. It cost me my career in, in uh, lacrosse. In my 20s, I was at uh, my high school. I was a captain of the team in college. I I was playing college lacrosse. I was really good at it. And there were other things that held me back from really excelling and taking it to the next level. And I know I'm aware of those things. But one of those things that made me quit you know, or I actually didn't play the next year in my junior year is because we had... I had this thing with running, and it was just a negative connotation towards this effort. I hated running. I hated running. I couldn't stand it. I don't want to ever run, and I couldn't. I hated running on treadmills. I just never liked it. It was horrible, horrible, horrible. Well, you know what? One day, during uh, you know, 2020, COVID-19, right? I was kind of working, you know, working on myself. I was doing these, you know, different things and trying to think differently. And I just got up one day. I put sneakers on and I ran out the front door, basically, right? I probably ran three quarters of a mile, and it was it was horrible, <laughs> right? But I, after I got done, you know, I kind of just said, you know what? What are the questions? What are the things that I can ask? Who can I ask that likes doing this? And what kind of information that I can get from them so that I might like it. What are the things that I can incorporate into jogging or running that might help me? And and then I, the next day I did it again, and and then I talked to my friend, and and the, the second day I was just running before I had talked to him. Second day I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going to put some music on, so the music was a big help. And and uh, and I was running, and then it was there was a left or right or I could go straight, and I was like, wow, what liberty I get to go wherever I want, and I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm not thinking about any problems. Or uh, what's going on in the world? I'm just thinking about focused on this one thing. And the sun broke through the, the clouds. And I, it was like a moment where I was like, this is awesome. And, and boom, I made a deposit. Boom, right? I went from my experience, which was I hated it, to, oh, that's that's nice. And then I just started stacking those positive things. So what did this do? It accelerated my rate of return on a lot of things. One, my health. Okay, I'm losing very, very steadily slow uh, 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 weight. I'm actually building muscles in my legs. I feel freaking awesome. I've also changed other things in my life in combination with this uh, that I was already starting to do, which I changed my diet. It was lowering, lowering my blood pressure, um, eating different foods, uh, much healthier foods. But when I was doing that, I didn't go, oh, I got I to gotta drink this water or I, I, uh, I can't eat that steak or the fries, or whatever it is, it wasn't. I flipped the switch in my mind so that my patterns produced a different result, and I got the results quick, right? So let me let me break down a little bit about this learning curve thing. That's just to give you an outlay of, of what it, what this is. Um, and again, it's one to one coaching. If you go to JustResults.us, you will see um, some information there, and you'll be able to access um, you know and sign up for coaching but i want to decode this so that you people can understand it um i one of the first things that i do is i personally tailor let's break down again the learning curve how do how does tom McGivern help people break down decode and lessen that learning curve so they get the results faster better results quicker right that are more meaningful because it's about again experiences I personally tailor the written materials to my clients, not just personally tailor the experience, but the actual written material is personally tailored, tailored to you. In the first session would we, we go 40 minutes and I ask you questions that are way outside the box. Things you're like, why are you asking me this so that but there is a method to my madness. OK, again, I don't know what other life coaches do. I've paid for coaching in my life. You know, at one point I was paying seven hundred dollars a month for a coach. All right. It was a real estate coach, but it was, again, the same thing. And it was good. The but you know I'm not charging a monthly fee and you'll find out about Just Results at JustResults.us. But it wasn't personally tailored. The material wasn't personally tailored. The the session was, but it wasn't like, hey, this is for you specifically. Uh, so that's the first thing I do. Then then the process is a process of questions, but there are also sub questions. So if I ask you, hey, what do you specifically want to do, right? What do you want? What's important to you? Why is it important to you? Those are basic questions, right? They're probably questions you don't even ask yourself. But if you start to ask them, right? Then you're like, okay, well, I can do that by myself, Tom. Okay, great. I'm sure you could. That's awesome. You could probably read a book too. And you've probably written or, excuse me, read books. And where are you? You're not implementing them for some reason. You're not at the level you want. Or maybe you're getting there, but the learning curve is a lot greater. Oh, I have a five-year plan to go from making $100,000 to you know, $500,000. That's awesome, right? At least you got a plan. That's great. What if I can reduce that to 18 months? Or I shouldn't say I, rephrase. What if we together could help you reduce that learning curve and go from that 18 months from now making 500000 if that's your goal, right? If it's... um. You want to run a marathon, you've got a three-year plan. Well, why does it have to be three years? Why can't we just reduce that, run two, you know, half ma- uh, half marathons and maybe do a triathlon, throw that in there and then do a couple other things, right? But it's the questions and then it's the sub-questions. You know, like, so I might, you know, what what do you want? Why do you want it? And then, you know, but I might ask you a question like, you know, under what circumstances, where, when and with whom do you want to have this result? What do you mean with whom? Well, who's involved? Who else is this going to impact? How is it going to impact them? And you're like, whoa, what, what, why am I asking those questions? Or why are you asking those questions? Because those questions start to build in your mind and open up doors to what I call innovations. Okay? It's the second letter of life. L-I-F-E. Innovate. Right? Innovations. Creativity. See, we're, we all kind of get stuck in a certain area. And we're all, if you think about it, you look at your friends, you look at your family, and you start to, like, look at people in general, we're all kind of living the same, you know, that people complain about the same things, they talk about politics the same ways, and then we're doing the same thing, we're in this realm, right? But then we all know, like, there's the there's other people at this other tier, right? And, of course, it's, you know, whether it's wealth or fame, right? And you look at these other people and you go, you go from you to, like, I don't know, Brad Pitt, a... Uh, an actor or Gwyneth Paltrow or something like that. And then you go up another notch and you go to like, you know, the president, or then you go to Elon Musk, right? Billionaire. And you're like, wow, those people are living at different levels. And I'm not not trying to reduce this, my coaching to like your financial goals. That's only one component. There are a lot of others. The questions and the sub questions and the guides and the workbook that you'll get personally tailored to you after we meet and talk, of course, virtually, Starts you on a path to asking better questions, getting better answers, maybe now turning that into better experiences. That's where we start. That's the learning curve reduced, okay? Um, you know, thoughts about some general things that you don't like. I go there as well. What does that mean? I focus on some things, some, some of your thoughts about general things in your life that you don't like. And why do I do that? You might say, I don't like, uh, you know, uh, I don't like exercising and um, I don't like uh, eating vegetables and, um, um, you know, I have a hard time sleeping. So those might be three things, right? Well, I'm going to try to attack at least one of those that are unrelated to, let's say, your goal is, oh, I want to get a promotion, okay, at work. Well, I'm going to go look at one of those three other things and we're going to pick one in our coaching process and we're going to work on that a little bit get you to reverse engineer, quickly understand, oh, wow, I can, how can I attach positive positivity to, uh, going to sleep? My son had a a hard time falling asleep. Still does sometimes, but he, you know, sleeping alone. So what I tried to do with him uh, at his level, again, I personally tailored, right? Something for him. (laughs) And I started to like, help him out, try and get him to see and not not like, oh, put a picture on the wall or something like that. But I tried to get inside his mind to think what was cool about going to sleep? You know, what was good about it? What was the result of it? How could you get up earlier and start doing something you like the next day as opposed to, you know, putting off going to sleep or worrying about it or whatever. And if you uh, change those little things in your mind, you attack the negative, take the negative out, know what it's going to cost you Oh wow! It cost me my career in lacrosse, like, like running, hating running, cost me my career. I didn't play my junior and senior year, or then do a senior, a super senior year. I loved lacrosse. My hatred of running cost me that, right? Gave a negative a pain. I attached pain to playing lacrosse, and pain was nothing. It was running, and running is fantastic, right? If you think it is, and you experience it that way. So I might, we might take in your. Uh, coaching with me, we're going to take an area that's unrelated to what it is you want to do, and we're going to go there and we're going to work on it. And then we're going to flip it upside down and we're going to make it, you're going to go, Wow, holy crap, I like doing that now. Exactly. What's next? Okay. So I also dive into things like ex- your experiences in breathing and meditation. I'm a big believer in slowing things down a little bit so I can tap that innovation and the faith. Part, that's the third letter of life, that faith part, so that I can start to believe. So if I close my eyes, faith is closing your eyes, taking a step forward, knowing you're not, you know, not knowing whether or not you're gonna bump into something or get hurt, but you still do it anyway. Cause you know, hey, there's something out there that my outcome is out there. Faith is the willingness to move forward into the unknown, knowing without any doubt your outcome's out there, that the desire of your heart is out there. That's faith. Okay. Not necessarily religious it's just faith in something right and of course faith in something bigger than yourself connectedness to other things your environment very very important very extremely powerful when you get to a moment if you can in your mind and i know you can because you can change whatever you want you can definitely get to a place where when you do a meditation if you're outdoors or you have a window open I, i have guidelines for doing meditations Breathing exercise, things like that. I always say have a, have a window open. Have some sound. Have the natural sound. If you're listening to music, make sure it's not too loud. You want to be able to hear the nature. Because in the moment when you can connect to, literally, it sounds silly, but if you can connect to a tree and some leaves blowing, and then there's you, there's a bird whizzing by and you're like, you know. And then all of a sudden you start to hear different sounds and, and you're putting out this energy and it's like, sounds weird, right? You go, oh, that's weird. Well, that's strange. I don't like that. It's not. What's weird is thinking that's weird because who are you to think something else is weird? You're weird. I'm weird. Let's get weird together, right? Anyways, so I look at those types of things to increase that faith component in my mind that, hey, there's a larger thing going on here. And how can I have a bigger piece of the pie for my own life? How can I take and improve myself so that my interactions with people at work or in my career or in my family or in my relationships can actually improve those things? Right? A rising tide lifts all the boats. You know, I don't have to go out and uh, you know, learn something and just go out and try and change somebody else. It's not about that. You learn that. You learn that, hey, if I live a better experience and I just live that way, and then I can start to incorporate better things and I can think more clearly, be more innovative and love what I do. Well, love myself, which is the first L. In, right? In the word, right? L-I-F. I got life, innovations, and faith. I start to grow grow those things. The only way I get there, the only way I get there, breathing, right? Five seconds in, hold it five seconds. Breathe out, exhale five seconds. Hold it five seconds, right? Doing these exercises, that's an experience, right? Meditation is an experience. Asking questions, getting better answers, it's an experience, okay? I think you know where I'm going with this, hopefully. It's the last letter of life, experiences. It's the experiences that if you change and you, you you begin to manipulate your mind and how and take control of your mind, right? So that you're improving your experiences by asking better questions, getting better results, know, and, and, and getting uh, better answers, getting better results. You start doing these. You start improving your experiences. It might improve your faith. And as you improve your faith, you're going to become more innovative. And why I start with innovation? Because once you get there and you got to go through some experiences to get there, once you get that, it opens up your creativity. And when you do that, that's what my coaching does. We do it quick. We do it fast. We don't screw around. i put you on a flight plan. I'm going to put you in that cockpit and you're going to have a plan. You're going to know where you're going and you know, you're going to know how you're going to get there. You are the pilot, right? These things are cliche-ish, right? It's an analogy. But it's an analogy that works because a pilot does not get in a plane without having a flight plan. They just don't do it. They know where they're going. and They know how they're going to get there. They know where they're going to land. They know when they're going to land. They know when they're going to take off usually. Right? And, and with some tailwinds and some, some uh, you know, you got some turbulence. You got a backdraft, whatever the heck they call it. I don't know all these those terms. I'm not a pilot. But I I just know that when you're up against high winds, they they might navigate differently. They might change the altitude. They make adjustments. But where are they going? They know where they're going to go. That's what life coaching with Tom McGivern is. This was good. 17 minutes. I'm under 20 minutes. I hope this uh, helps you to understand what it is we're going to do. Go to justresults.us. Check that out and do it. And let's start. Right? Let's start right away. You'll get an email from me. Okay. You'll get some other stuff and we'll get things going. We'll schedule an appointment and away we go. It's a one year commitment. If you want, there is an option for three months where you can uh, try it out. It's called test flight. Okay. Hello. There you go. Right. Flight plan, test flight, all that stuff. You need to test it out. You want to do three months. Great. We'll do three months together. We'll see where we're at in three months. And you we're going to shrink something that might, you, you thought might take 12 months. We're going to shrink it to three months. You go, how the heck we're going to do that in 20 minutes a, a week. Well, it's twenty minutes with me, and then you got, you know, the, the the rest of the time. However many minutes that is, I should know that. But next podcast, next uh, future, I'll know how many minutes are in a week. I know it's eighty-six thousand something seconds in a day. So, anyways, that's where we're gonna start. My name's Tom McGivern. This is Pieces to Peace. Peace out. Have a wonderful day. It's an amazing day filled with opportunity. Go out there and make it happen.